pour a bowl of cereal and turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons, please don't bother me. I could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills and be responsible But today it just doesn't feel possible Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between Things that keep you up at night and idiosyncrasy Public bathroom etiquette and matches we can't see Girl please to know where the nature of reality Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between Breakfast foods and bad times, and cartoons on the TV Breakfast foods and bad times, and cartoons on the TV There's like on the audio readings for this episode, there's like when there's silence, there's like a slight undercurrent of, of noise of and Mike's it's, chair. It's Mike's loud as fuck chair. I don't think that the chair is probably that loud. It's just that it vibrates so intently, it's it, intensely that it's just being on the floor upstairs makes the entire house go that's not what it is because as if there wasn't enough weird quirks to Mike's weird quirky life it's that he has two this is the pot calling the kettle quirky here (laughs) Uh, he has two of the exact same massage chair because Mike has a bad back and one of them is brand new, unopened in the package. Okay. And the other one that he has is broken, which is why it makes that loud, <laughs> horrible noise that you're hearing. And I've asked him many times, why don't you just take the new one out of the package and throw away the broken one? It still works. That's what he says. I get that. <laughs> <clears throat> It's just sitting in there, though. Yeah, but then when you open the new one up, then it, it'll break eventually. So we're not doing an episode this week. I guess. Arfie has anything to say about it. Arfie's, like, right on the microphone. Arfie, why are you on? Nose against the mic right now. Why are you even on the table, you weirdo? This is not an appropriate place for a puppy dog. <laughs> You're not the guest this week. <laughs> he has a different opinion about that. Um, so he spazzed out on you tonight. Yeah, he's been freaking out. Not, like, for our listeners, not in the way that he normally does where he's having, like, health problems or mental problems. Where No, he he's just, having a mental problem, I think. <laughs> he just had, like, an abundance of energy tonight and just spazzed out for, like, an hour. More than that. He's, well, he's been going nonstop. And also... Uh, he apparently bit the furnace guy yesterday. On the pants. Like, he was just pulling on his pants like a like a cartoon dog. Not, not a real dog. Now I don't. Did you bite him on the butt and pull away a, a shred of polka-dotted boxers, Arfie? Yeah. Now I don't even want to talk anymore. I'm just so mad about him biting somebody. He's a dumbass. He didn't get... He didn't dig in there, but he got some pants. Adam said he was weird, though. So this, The whole point of this episode mm-hmm. should just be about stress. Like, we're stressed about the election. We're stressed about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I'm stressed about Arfie. Mm-hmm. I have other stresses in my life that I don't want to discuss on the microphone. Mm-hmm. That's what this should be about this episode that we're not doing. We're not doing an episode this week. We would do an episode if we weren't so stressed. Yeah. And here's some of the things that we would talk about if we were going to talk about how stressed we are. Mm-hmm. Tonight... Okay, so about the election. I told you that I didn't want to talk about it. And that's and that's okay if we talk about it on the show. Yeah. But I said I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't vote. And so I feel like I don't have a right to say anything. I have no right to talk. But that being said, I got bummed out again tonight. As if there's not like more bad news coming and bumming me out every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. But I heard someone on a podcast tonight naming all of the like appointed people that he's already appointed You're just, and then just hearing about some of this and then also like some of the people he's thinking about appointing yeah yeah it's like the grand wizard of the kkk <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, um dracula <laughs> No, it's one of the scariest things about all of 
Oh, so he turned of, you down, so now you're gonna come of, to of me? everything that's happened. Come on. Jump. Okay. <laughs> you don't get to just be on the table, weirdo. Uh, but, uh, since Trump's, uh, win in the election, the scariest part of all this has been his announcements of just one after the other of, like... Oh, God. It's like the lunatics running the asylum. He's like... It's like if the Joker took over Arkham and placed, like, Killer Croc as head of security. Uh, I mean, this is... This is scary, and I know people are like, oh, whatever, it's, you're being a big baby, like... And then there's other people who are like, oh, are you surprised that America is racist? It's like, no. It's funny that you made that Arkham analogy, because on Doug Loves Movies this week, Doug made a joke that uh, when Trump takes over an office, he's going to overturn Batman v Superman. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He would have my support on that one. That one particular issue. (laughs) I'm just going to, like, throw out talking points here, because I feel like... This is your platform, not mine. Um, One hopeful thing that I've been reminded of recently is that it's important to remember that a president doesn't really have any power. That's not true, though. The biggest thing, well, one of the biggest things that he can do is appoint Supreme Court justices. Oh, God. Uh, I, I... Okay. Some fucked up stuff has happened. Um, This is before the election even happened. There was almost no coverage of this whatsoever in the media. But Trump was on trial for raping a 13-year-old girl. And I feel like not enough people are aware of that. Since his election... Well, our, our podcast has a lot of listeners, yeah. so they'll know now. Since since, since the election, uh, Trump's supporters... He was supposed to have actually gone to trial before the election and used uh, some of his lawyers to, to get that pushed back till after the election, you know, because he had more important things to do than stand trial for the rape of a child. Um... <laughs> So he uh, he got that pushed back, and then since he won, his supporters sent the the girl so many like death and other threats that she eventually dropped the charges. Interesting. Yeah, I mean he's still got a couple other trials upcoming and, and lawsuits and things, but you know he doesn't have like an email scandal, so. That's fine. Um, I he's being investigated for tax evasion because he hasn't paid uh, federal income taxes for like twenty years, and he'll be the president, and he'll have, as I understand it, some sway with the IRS. Uh, Can you, you know, imagine if we weren't talking about? the president-elect, and we were talking about any other reality TV star, and if they were on trial... Hulk Hogan. (laughs) If Hulk Hogan was on trial for rape, and then people were sending death threats to the person that he raped? Yeah. Like, that wouldn't happen. I mean, Bret Michaels, maybe? Um, I heard Pete, uh, just another talking point, I heard Pete say another really funny, this is another thing from Podcast This Week, Pete said that the way that Trump acts and the way he carries himself in day-to-day actions, Mm -hmm. if you were a tourist and you were getting a tour of the White House and you were acting like that, they would escort you out of the White House and he's going to live there. Uh, I don't know how much time he'll spend there. You know, like, uh, there were a lot of complaints, and I'm sure this happens in a lot of states. Uh, you know, sometimes the capital is not the uh, 
not the best city in the state. And so, Arfie, you're being an asshole. Just go lay down. Uh, Come here. Come here. So there, there have been some scandals over the years of governors living in their own homes because they're independently wealthy and they live in the areas that they've chosen to live. But has that ever happened? the governor's mansion vacant because it's not where Well, has that ever happened at this level? I think it's about to. Um, Okay, I have another interesting talking point for you. This comes from Louis Anderson. (laughs) Why so serious? (laughs) No one gets that except for us. Uh, Did we talk about that on the show? No, we didn't talk about that on the show. We were at a Halloween shop. And there was yeah. Let's lighten it up. <laughs> there was a um, Heath Ledger. Well, a husk, there was a Husky Men's section. Yeah, and there was a Heath Ledger Joker in that section. And so the like picture on the front of the packaging was just a big fat guy dressed as Heath Ledger Joker. But he looked like Louis Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> and so that led to us doing like famous Joker lines in that voice. <laughs> my, my, my favorite is. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> that, that one, that's my favorite. Always. Uh, and it was only funny to us. Uh, Why so serious? <laughs> it's not even a good Louis Anderson. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> okay. They're scratch marks. Uh, okay, so this comes from Louis. Louis said that he thinks that Trump is such an egomaniacal, crazed man Mm -hmm. that he will become obsessed with being the best president ever. I think he already thinks he is. (laughs) Well, that might be true, and that might he's so egomaniacal (laughs) that might undo this entire theory. But Louis's theory was that he will try to appease everyone and make everyone happy and accomplish all of America's goals. I don't think that's true at all. I think he's so egomaniacal (laughs) that he only cares about his own goals. You're right. You're right. That undoes. I think he's going to make himself extremely wealthy via his children. Like, he, as president of the United States, you're not allowed to, like, own businesses because it's a huge conflict of interest. And so he's just transferring them to the to his children's names, which is still a huge conflict of interest because he's put in a position where he can influence policy to make his own family wealthier. What are his profitable businesses now? Putting his name on buildings. Is that it? I don't know if he's had... I mean, he hasn't hosted a WrestleMania yeah. in 20 <laughs> years, so... I I really can't say that... that That's part of the problem, is that he everyone seems to be bamboozled. There's no evidence that he really has any successful businesses. You know what? He, the- he has a lot of people after him and suing him, and a lot of people that he owes money that he's never paid... And a lot of people that he's screwed over and bankruptcies declared, but no. And he also, he also finally, uh, Trump University, he settled that uh, for twenty five million out of court, so that he doesn't have to go to trial for that one. What's so Trump he's, University? It's a private. Oh, <laughs> he founded a private university. That was like horrible and it just went under. And so everyone that paid money to it got like nothing out of it. He's what? just pacing like a maniac. What do you want? Go to your I, crate. Like you're confusing crate. me. Get in the crate. Go to the crate, buddy. You're not in trouble. We're just, we're very disappointed. <laughs> and a little worried. Um, can I talk about wrestling for a second? Mm-hmm. I mean, Trump relating to wrestling. Okay. Because you know he's a WWE Hall of Famer, right? He's a Hall of Famer. You didn't know that? No. How uh, much did he pay to get into the Hall of Famer? <laughs> well, they kind of cornholed themselves probably, I want to say, like 10 years ago. 
because they do like an annual big ceremony where they induct like eight people every year like the the class of whatever Mm -hmm. and like 10 years ago they started this thing of well we're gonna have a celebrity wing of the wwe hall of fame and every year we're gonna induct somebody who's not a wrestler and then like very quickly they ran out of people to put in that slot and then they had to like oh shit we gotta go to like donald trump now and so trump went in i think it was if i'm not mistaken and you know a lot more about the wwe than i do but this will actually be our first president in the wwe hall of fame that's correct that's correct all right um but like a lot of people have been bringing that up now like the more i hear like stuff in media i hear people being like this guy that we elected had a run in the wwf you know what i mean and um and he ever wrestle in the WWE? no his he, he only had one okay well besides hosting two wrestlemanias he only had one other contribution, which is there was a at WrestleMania twenty five, I think, uh, there was a match where there were two wrestlers, one was represented by Trump and one was represented by Vince McMahon. And whichever wrestler lost, that guy had to have his head shaved. And so mm. Trump's wrestler won, so Vince had to have his head shaved. Yeah, that I mean, I, I know it's not a shock that wrestling is scripted. <laughs> But there's no way we'll ever see Donald Trump's real hairline. Well, it was a convenient storyline because right about the time that that storyline came into being, Vince was going pretty bald. He was, like, really starting to get bald. Um, And then the only Mm. other thing I wanted to say before we move off from wrestling was when it was announced Mm. that Trump was going to be a candidate, I started – me and a lot of other wrestling fans started to get worried, like – how is the WWE going to address this, especially if he wins? Are they going to acknowledge that he's a Hall of Famer? Like, what are they going to do? And they haven't done anything publicly, but I did find out something not publicly well, that I wasn't Vince aware McMahon of. Vince McMahon is a wealthy blue blood. I'm sure he's totally cool with Trump. That's exactly what I was getting at, is that um, I did find out kind of behind the scenes that it turns out Vince and his wife contributed a shitload of money to the campaign. I think I heard they contributed even more than Trump did. Don't don't quote me on that. I don't know if that's totally true, but I think I heard that. Well, they probably have more to contribute than Trump does. <laughs> They're not doing that great either. Um, but that was a real bummer to hear. Yeah, the, a bunch of the money that you've given to wrestling over the years <laughs> to purchase t-shirts and or tickets uh, was funneled. Uh, I'm a Trump contributor. Indirectly, yeah. I mean, so is everybody. Cub fans. <laughs> well, basically any athletic, any athletic fans. I don't get it. Uh, all sports teams are owned by mega wealthy people. Oh, right. Got who, it. Okay, got it. Who I contribute to certain causes, uh, some of which are Donald Trump. <laughs> right. Is there anything else about this you want to talk about? You want to talk about Pokemon? Well, let's talk more about uh, Donald Trump while it's still legal. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I thought we sent you to the crate. It's funny because it's true. Um, <laughs> uh, so this is fucked up. We have uh, the president, who we expect to be honest with us, isn't even honest about his hair. Like, that guy has been clearly, <laughs> clearly bald. He has 17 hairs on his head, and they're all eight feet long and strategically combed. They're coiffed. <laughs> yeah. To to cover his head. He's spray tanned orange. Like, he's, he's not even honest about who he is. He hides his taxes, and everything that he's done wrong, like, he's an admitted sexual assault like he's yeah. he's on tape saying that he grabs women by the pussy and kisses them without permission yeah. and people are like I guess I'm okay with that check the box and drop my paper into the slot like yeah uh, less than half of the country but still about half we're like, I'm cool with the racism and the homophobia and the Islamophobia and just generalized xenophobia. He's, he's done it. Uh, 
Like, uh, you know, maybe I'm not thrilled with it, but I'm okay with it at least. And that's that's uh, uh, disappointing. And the thing is, everyone, some people seem, bless you, sir. <laughs> some people seem to be shocked by it. And I was like, uh, I mean, people are shocked all that. Like, Nickelback is a hugely successful music act. They make millions of dollars, and they sell out arenas, and their albums go platinum, yet they're universally hated. Only they can't actually be universally hated because someone is buying those records, and someone is buying those concert tickets. Someone is listening to that. Someone is calling in those requests on the radio. It's not coming from nowhere. It's just that those people know that they should be embarrassed and ashamed and so they don't publicly advertise it. Um, I, I think if you voted for someone to become the president and you were too embarrassed to have that sign in your front yard, I think that says a lot about the decision that you've made. If Chad Kroger was on trial for rape, do you think his fans would threaten to murder his victims? Maybe. Maybe. I think if Chad Kroger was on trial for rape, it would receive more media coverage than Donald Trump's sexual assaults. <laughs> Especially in Canada. Yeah. Uh, so, this is not for me at all. This is totally mm-hmm. for maybe some well, of our... Before we move on from this... Oh, this is the same thing. The sexual I'm assault the same thing. biz... Um, there. If you know any women, let's say you know four women, and that's all the women that you know. Sorry. The odds are extremely good that you know someone who's been sexually assaulted. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Picture pause. Arby's uh, on the fucking <laughs> podcast table, and so I took a picture. Uh, well, it looked like he was trying to talk into the mic earlier. <laughs> um. So, come here. Keep talking, Jack. Se- I don't sexual mean assault is an extremely prevalent problem. It's w- widely underreported because people fear reactions like what this girl experienced with death threats or disbelief or like uh, the Brock Turner case where they were like, well, listen here, young lady, it seems that you were raped, but maybe it was your fault and also, young man, s- straighten up and fly right. And... <laughs> And that was boys about, will be boys, right? But because of the extreme prevalence of this problem, there are literally millions of women out there who had to see someone after already feeling like marginalized and victimized by this horrible thing. A lot of which didn't report because of thinking no one's going to care, no one's going to believe me, have to have that confirmed on a national level that no one really gives a shit, or at least, you know, they're willing to look the other way. It's like saying, this isn't really that important to me. Right. So there's, there's probably... Men out there whose sisters, daughters, wives, mothers were ha- have been grotesquely like impacted by really horrible things, and they were like, "Yeah, well, but she's got the email thing." So <laughs> I mean, the email thing. Uh, yeah. uh, should I say that really bummer thing I heard about that teacher? Uh, sure, I don't remember it. So you can um, for my job, um, I had to talk to a uh, IPS teacher. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, people don't. I, Indianapolis Public Schools, mm-hmm. who said that uh, the day after the election, kids in her kindergarten class were asking her, "Why was my mommy crying yesterday?" Oh my! My girlfriend cried on election day. She called me and was worried, like before it even happened, and she said something to the effect of like. I know, I already knew this, but this just confirms that no one gives a shit about what happens to women. <laughs> and it was like... That's a bummer. I I 
I didn't know what to tell her. I couldn't give her like a, oh, hon, that's not true, or this is. But you should have gone with stamps.com. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think that would have helped in this instance. Um, Jack, this is totally for our listeners who may be less informed, maybe a little less educated. Not for anyone on the podcast, you know. Wait, less informed and less educated. Do we also have Trump supporters that listen to our show? <laughs> no, I was referring to the women that listen to the <laughs> show. <laughs> well, unfortunately, a lot of women are Donald Trump supporters. As we we talked about this privately in the home here, a lot of those women voted for Donald Trump Maybe because I'm just, their husbands voted for Trump. I don't know. Trump. Maybe I'm just creating a narrative in my mind, but I'd like to believe that a large portion of... America, not a large portion, a portion of America just didn't vote for Hillary. They're like, I'm not voting for Hillary. I honestly think that that's probably where my parents fall. No, your parents like super like Trump. Like totally. No, no they really don't. Okay. My my dad, I don't think my dad has voted for a candidate in like 20 some <laughs> years. I think my dad only just votes against other people. <laughs> and what's funny is he doesn't vote with his own interests. He just votes over like my my dad is like a single issue voter and his issue is who pissed him off. <laughs> Your dad is so Hank Hill it's I'm, not even funny. I'm pretty sure that my dad should have voted libertarian. I think my dad probably I, identifies most with Gary Johnson but just like because Republicans are smart enough not to vote third party because they do recognize it's throwing your vote away. <laughs> what does your dad think of Jesse Ventura? I'm not sure if he really knows who that is. I bet your dad knows who Jesse Ventura is. I mean, he would recognize him from Predator, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I've been trying to ask you something for like ten minutes okay. now, and you keep changing the subject. No, I I keep staying on the same subject. I'm asking you a question on the same subject. Are you, though? You won't let me ask it, so you'll never know. It doesn't matter. What's your question? Let's move on. It doesn't (laughs) matter. It's not important. No, no, you got me interested now. You got me on the hook. Okay. For our less educated listeners, and definitely not anyone in this room, so, like, (laughs) Hillary won, like, the popular vote? That is correct. And More Trump people cast the... votes for Hillary Clinton than for Donald Trump. <laughs> and, and Trump won the something vote? The Electoral College. And that means he won the election. Yes. And that's the same thing that happened with Gore and Bush? Yes. Or not the same thing that happened? Yes. And that historically has happened a lot or hasn't happened a lot? I think eight times in history. Okay, got it. it. It's it's not a lot, but it's happened twice in the last 20 years. Here's a question I've been wondering lately. Just, it's fun to ask people. Do you remember at any point when you were in school, maybe history class, maybe a different class, Mm -hmm. when they taught you something? Yeah, when they taught you about the Electoral College and you go, whoa, what the fuck? And you're like, they taught you something and you're like, that's not right. That's not how it really no, is. No, I remember having this discussion in in like social studies in like seventh or eighth That's grade. That's exactly what where I we feel. were like. They were like the electoral college. Was like, wait, so it doesn't matter? Because like, it's even more appropriate for me because I'm pretty sure I was in like sixth or seventh mm-hmm. grade when that Bush Gore thing. Well, that would have been what two thousand. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I would have been in, like, sixth grade, and I remember my social studies teacher explaining how the Electoral College works, and I remember being, like, even at, like, 11 or 12 years old, being like, that can't be right. There's no fucking way that's how it actually works. Yeah, that's like, for kids, that's like if you took a vote in the lunchroom, and, you know, pizza wins the popular vote, (laughs) but more tables collectively voted for fish sticks, (laughs) so now that's what you're having forever. Like, remove the jargon from it and just be like, more kids voted for pizza. End of discussion. But the Electoral College wanted fish sticks. And the fucked up thing is... It just sounds like phony made-up bullshit. What's really messed up is the Electoral College could just do whatever they want, really. That's what I remember my teacher explaining to me in school. They could just go wild card and be like, nah... 
just real briefly, is there anything else from school that you remember that there was a like a like a similarity to this, like another thing you remember learning in school and being like, I I can only think of one other one from school. What the thing about how they were like. Well, Columbus thought it was India, so he just called them Indians, and now they're still called Indians. Yeah. And I remember being like, what? No? That's... Why? Um, I remember reading a really out-of-date textbook when I was a kid, in which this... uh, uh, It was a science textbook that posed the question, will the killer bees ever cross the Panama Canal? (laughs) The answer from the future was yes. (laughs) <laughs> I was reading this book around 2000, and I think the book was from, like, 1976. <laughs> oh, That's great. Uh, other election stuff that you want to talk about? We're halfway through our not episode. I'm, I'm just disappointed. America, we're not angry. We're just disappointed. I'm angry. <laughs> I, I know just, you didn't want to have this discussion with me and I'm sorry that it worked out like that it's just things are just really fucked up and I'm sad about it like I'm legitimately sad I feel depressed and concerned like I know people have said what's the big deal after election day there's been like a huge rash of hate crimes. <laughs> there's been a ton of graffiti. There's been a lot of people being uh, verbally abused. A lot of people being physically abused. One man was beaten to death. In to Wisconsin. be fair, there are some people that are protesting in the wrong way. How do you mean? Like I remember seeing a report of uh, in one city there were protesters, Trump protesters. Who were standing on an intersection, or not an intersection, or on an off ramp on a highway, blocking an ambulance? Like they wouldn't let an ambulance go through, huh? Because they hate Trump. Okay. Wait, was he in the ambulance? Because I'm. A- <laughs> you know what? I have a really interesting Trump thing to talk about, but I'm gonna go really quickly find out what the fuck's wrong with Arky. Is Inky outside or something? What's wrong, buddy? Come on. Sorry, listeners, we'll be right back with more hateful Trump speech. Right now, we're dealing with an ARFI issue. He is frolicking in the yard now. Um, I have an interesting discussion for you that I had on the ride home from work tonight. Okay. Um, my coworker told me tonight that a week before the election, a very, very young girl came up to her and asked her if she was voting for Trump. And she said, well, that's not a very polite question to ask somebody. Mm-hmm. And then the little girl said, well, I really hope you don't vote for Trump because he's racist and he hates women. A smart kid. Too bad she can't vote. <laughs> and so my, my coworker said, well, um, are you sure about that? Like, are, where did you get this information? Like, like, how do you know that? And she was just like, well, I heard that and I hate him. And then my coworker told this little girl, well, maybe, well, hate's a strong word. Maybe you shouldn't use the word hate to describe him. And I very proudly told my coworker, I was like, that little girl has the right idea and I want to shake her parents' hands. And she's like, they shouldn't be teaching her to hate. And I'm like, they should teach her to hate Donald Trump. And then she's like, well, they shouldn't teach her to go up and say that to people. And I'm like, they should when it comes to Donald Trump. Here's the problem is it it's you can't really fight fire with fire. People say fight fire with fire. Those people have never put out any fires. I've played Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I mean I I bet 10 times out of 10 you actually set those people's homes on fire. <laughs> They're not going to try to to fire it out. <laughs> They're going to grab a fucking fire extinguisher. It's funny, you know, Trump's famous catchphrase you fired <laughs> oh I fight fire with you fired <laughs> you know I I kind of realized this I'm sure other people were aware of it but I'm pretty positive 
that the reason Mike Pence is his vice presidential pick is that he knows he, he it's like a, a impeachment insurance because <laughs> no one wants Mike Pence to be the president either. Okay, can we do a quick moment of of silence for America? <laughs> <laughs> can we do a quick moment of secret weird thoughts that Maverick has that he should not say out loud yeah, nor cool. into a hot microphone? Yeah. But I yeah. have anyway. Lost my headphones. Um sometimes you know that I can't Like, when I watch a movie, I can't help but think about what happened in the boardroom when they were discussing how a movie was going to play out. You know Mm -hmm. how I'm always like that, right? I've had this thought. I can't help but escape the feeling that someone on Trump's... um, on Trump's campaign Mm -hmm. was like... You're incredibly controversial. You're a controversial reality star. So rather than picking the best guy for your running mate, we're going to pick the most controversial guy for your job. Maybe someone who likes controversy will vote for you, and so we'll add more controversy on top of that. Yeah. Someone that I said this to reminded me that Pence is a very good little GOP lapdog in that... If you take Pence behind a closed door and say, when we bring you out to the camera, say this, he'll mm-hmm. just, he'll put a smile on mm-hmm. and he'll do it. And he's very good at that. Yeah. So that's probably why he got picked. But in my mind, I wonder if they were like, you're the reality star candidate. We got to get the other hated guy. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's that was part They're of it? They're a heel tag team. Thank you! Yeah. Jesus Christ, I can't stop thinking about it in terms of wrestling. Uh, thank you. Oh, man. I knocked all the Cylons over. Mm. Uh, okay. You want to talk about Pokemon? Or you want to talk about the election more? I don't care. It's all horrible. <laughs> Remember, we're not doing an episode this week, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're really pissed about Pokemon. Yeah. I am very annoyed. It's it's just I I tried to explain this to you earlier. <clears throat> they've they've made some changes that I think were not for the better. They've made some other changes that were good. Mm, um, not that many good ones. Yeah, I know. We counted them. The other day. <laughs> <clears throat> um <clears throat> but they've they've made changes that I strongly disagree with. And it's annoying to me because since the game has come out, I've spent money on it. And it's like buying... Like, if you bought Mario Brothers, the original Mario Brothers on Nintendo... Super Mario Brothers? And you purchased that, you took it home. You blew in the cartridge. You know, yeah, you were enjoying it. And then, like, a a couple of months into playing it, uh, Nintendo was like... You can't jump anymore. <laughs> now, now, how much fun are you going to have playing Mario Brothers? <laughs> the answer is not a lot. <laughs> or, or it's like if you purchased a more a more up to date example, like Halo or Call of Duty, and then a bunch of players were like, "Halo is not like a more modern reference." There's been Halo games like every couple of years. <laughs> there hasn't been a Halo game in a while. You shut up. Uh, but it's it's like buying a game and then other people are like I don't have enough time to play this game and then the company that makes it goes oh sorry we'll just make it really easy for you <laughs> and then the people who were playing all along are like wait but hey <laughs> but because of what I do for a living I can't help but focus on how interesting it is to me the spin that their PR team tries to do. Because you're incredible... Of all the updates that you're most upset about, the one you're incredibly upset about is the gym battling. The balance between training and battling gyms. And the same day that they announced the gym battling... Well, they never announced those changes, really. They put it on their website. But no one checks their website. They don't, like, tweet it out or 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 include it in their updates. They'll, They'll just be like... uh. They'll say something like, and gym balancing in the notes, but what they didn't tell 
anyone was that the the system of combat in gyms has always favored attackers over defenders, and it makes it difficult to defend a gym. Anyone who wants to sit down and put in the time can easily wipe it out. And they were like, well, it's still too hard. Maybe we'll make it twice as easy to take away and twice as difficult to defend at the same time. And now it's like, it's not even fun. Right. Well, um, like I said, they do post this information on their website. And so, you know, I look at the Pokemon Go subreddit and I feel like every time there's great news coming out, Mm -hmm. it's always... (laughs) Because people have to post their source when they when they post new information about the game, they have to post where they got the information from. And uh, I feel like whenever it's great news, it's always a picture of a tweet or a Facebook post from Niantic. Yeah. And whenever it's bad news, it's like the like purple grayed out uh, screenshot from their website. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like I like I said, you're upset about that battle system. And the same day that it came out. They were like, surprise event! We're doing yeah. a special event, and we're starting it in, like, 24 hours! Yeah. It's gonna be, like, through this weekend! Isn't that great? Everyone notice how awesome our event yeah. is! Uh, and I, I know it's, it's like, stupid. I'm, I'm well aware that they're a company, and their goal is to make money. But they were making a great deal of money to begin with. And their usership has slacked off a little bit because there's lots of people who are going to download a game right off the bat and play it for a couple weeks to be a part of it. Have I said on the show yet the statistic I read about the Halloween event? No. This is from Forbes. Well, maybe. This is from Forbes magazine that during their Halloween event they had a 133% increase in profit. Yeah, and some of that was from me. And then afterwards they changed the rules and were like... (laughs) Hey, everything that you did doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> and also, everything that you want to do is going to be hard. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounded stupid. It was challenging already, but players who were good and put in the effort were rewarded for that, and now everyone is rewarded for doing nothing. And those people who had worked harder at it and been better at it uh, get less. You just, you gotta wonder what they're up to. And we've tried to speculate about it so many times on this show. And I recently read that even now, what are we, like five months into the game? Yeah. Even now, after this whole saga we've been on with this game, the, the, the company, Niantic, still only has 75 employees. And like they're just fucking rolling in the dough. I guess, but like, you have to wonder at this point why don't they want to grow? Why don't they want to get more servers and more coders and better PR people? And like, why don't they want to have like fucking? <clears throat> because um, they don't have to. I mean, they're the only game in town, so yeah. That's exactly right. They have no competition for this. It's unprecedented. And even people who don't play Pokemon got into this game just because it was a phenomenon. Just to bring it all together, Mm -hmm. what do you think Donald Trump thinks about Niantic Labs? I bet he thinks that they're stupid and that he could run Niantic Labs (laughs) better than anyone. Do you think that on his way out the door, Mike Pence will pass, like, anti-Pokemon Go legislation? No. He doesn't have to worry about that shit anymore. (laughs) He doesn't have to do anything. He gets to be the vice president. In fact, isn't it kind of annoying? I mean, he's not missed in Indiana, but he's he's not even, like, the governor anymore. He's just, he's the vice president-elect. Like, he doesn't do shit except travel and get ready to be vice president, but he's still getting paid by Indiana to be the governor. What does a vice president do besides, like, read at elementary schools and, like, throw out the first pitch at baseball games? that's that's pretty much it. They're a sidekick. So, like... They're a figurehead, even more so than the president. So, like, 2015 in Indiana was a national headline-making year 
for how bad he made things. Yeah, he made Indiana the laughing stock of the United States. And then he was rewarded with the easiest and the, highest paying job that I can imagine. By making the United States the laughing stock of the world. <laughs> and like, he's, he's making it next level. In you have to imagine in his mind, he doesn't feel like he got away with it. In his mind, he thinks he did the right thing all along and was mm-hmm. handsomely rewarded for his actions. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite tweets that I've seen... Well, I guess I shouldn't say favorite. <laughs> one of the saddest but funniest... No, it's it's sad and funny, but someone pointed out, he goes, Hey, just, just so y'all know, uh, our current vice president-elect thinks that you can shock gay people until they become straight. <laughs> like, he, he's a supporter of uh, de-gayification camps. Yikes, man. Um, so, yeah, he, he... He... He has to think that, like, God led him on this path to make things right in Indiana... And then he was rewarded by God for accomplishing this goal. I think that's bullshit, and I don't think he believes in God. Boom. I said it. <laughs> uh, I know that you've heard the same stuff before, but you're, you're familiar with Ari Shafir. Yeah, I know Ari Shafir. The formerly devoutly religious uh, comedian. What What religion was he? Jewish. Okay. Like, he was studying to become a rabbi. Okay. I didn't know any of this. Uh, well, this this story, was I thought, was brilliant. Was this from his, like, storyteller show? I think it was on You Made It Weird. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Have you ever seen that, by the <laughs> way? It's really funny. But uh, he talked about, he was in his room, and I, forgive me, I can't think of the correct term, but there was a, a rule that on the Sabbath you're not allowed to to do anything like you're not allowed to use technology or use a tool or work and that includes flipping the light switch on and off okay and so if he wanted to read like if that light stayed on past dusk of saturday evening or friday evening then it would have to stay on for the full 24 hours and then you'd have to sleep with the light on okay and he found himself struggling with the idea of like God, why don't I just put a fucking cup over the light? Like, he's he's trying to come up with all these ways... A candle? Well, he's trying to come up with ways to work around it, and then he realizes, he goes, why the fuck am I... If I really, truly... If anyone really, truly, absolutely believed in their religion, there would never be one question in their mind of, how, like, how to circumvent this, or is it okay if I do this, or... Maybe it's fine if I eat bacon, or maybe I'll hit the light switch and that'll be okay. And, like, it just... He just left the church. (laughs) So, like, if I'm wondering what'll happen if I put the cup over the lamp, then why am I doing any of this bullshit? That's like, if you ever masturbated, Mm -hmm. do you really believe all that stuff? It's like... You know, you're told unequivocally that is wrong in the eyes of the all-good, all-seeing, all-powerful being who made you. Mm -hmm. And you owe that being everything. And if you even make him a little bit mad, he might strike you dead and send you (laughs) to an eternal, fiery Uh hell. Uh And you go, yeah, but right now I just really want to jerk off. And then you do it anyway. And then afterwards you go, oh, never mind, never mind. That was a mistake. Sorry. Right. Then there's a chit that deep down maybe you don't actually think that. You're saying that if you really thought that that eternal damnation would come to you, then it wouldn't have been worth it for that moment yeah. of pleasure. Yeah, I, I'm saying that you're fooling yourself. Yeah. To bring in another Pete thing that I heard today, I heard Pete say, he's like, I can't be bothered with the idea of a god who can be shooed away so easily. Yeah. He's like, he's like, so I'm supposed to believe that if I'm in the same room as God and I say a swear word, he's done with me? Like, <laughs> like But not really. But like it, but if I say I'm sorry, then it's okay. But only if I really believe it. And, and it's a everyone, dance. And the thing is 
in day-to-day life, an apology means nothing. Like, how many times has someone ever said that they were sorry to you and, like, genuinely meant it? You're, at, you're actually yeah. asking me this question? It's, I'm, it's gotta be not many. I'm sure it's happened, but I don't know how yeah. many. I, I'm not sure how much you know about this, but I stopped telling people I'm sorry. No, I don't know. I don't apologize for anything unless I'm actually sorry. Okay. And that came out of my work. Uh, I remember that part of it. The big box store. I found myself saying 20 times a day to random strangers, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. For shit that's not my fault. Things that I'm not actually sorry for. And I realized, I was like, am I doing this person any favors by giving them a completely disingenuous apology? They know it's not real. I know it's not real. And it means absolutely nothing to anyone that way. So I started coming up with ways where I could express that, like, I regret that they're not getting their needs met, but I don't feel in any way responsible or or bad about it. Yeah. Like, like, oh, uh, you know, unfortunately, I can't help you with that. You know, I, and I'll do everything I can to help someone. You're giving the power back to the words, I'm sorry. Yeah, because if you say I'm sorry a million times a day and you don't mean any of them, then it doesn't count for anything. Talking to you, Maggie. You're listening to this, Maggie. We're talking to you. My, my co-worker that I mentioned earlier tonight, mm-hmm. the one that got into the argument with the little yeah. girl about Trump, she also told me a story tonight about one time when a Lowe's employee upset her and the employee didn't say I'm sorry and she like went berserk on him for that reason. <laughs> and she watched... I don't want to get into this too because it'll give us way off topic and I want to stay on this yeah. topic, but I'm currently in a battle with Think Geek, if you guys are familiar with that story. <laughs> I love that story. Oh, well, they... The first time I went in, they charged me three times for one purchase, and I've been trying to get back those those other two purchases, those other two payments, yeah. for ten days now, and I still don't have the money. And I've been so fucking cool and polite to them the whole time. I've been so cool about it. And she was like, well, he didn't say I'm sorry. Yeah. Um... As far as I'm concerned, I'm sorry isn't really an apology anyways. Like, the only way... And that's why, from now on, whenever you're really sorry, you suck the guy's dick. No. If, you, if you're if you sorry, for real, then that can only be indicated through a change in behavior. You can't say you're sorry for something and then do it again. And that's the thing, is you have people going in, people like Mike Pence, who maybe masturbated to gay pornography I that's just that's just an example that I'm putting out there I'm not saying that it happened I'm just saying we'll use okay we'll 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 make up a fictitious character um Michael P who <laughs> who as a devout Christian has conflicted feelings about masturbating to gay pornography but and maybe maybe he does feel some some actual um, guilt over that, but maybe he also said, "God damn it!" earlier in the week. Uh huh. When he goes into his place of worship or whenever he's conversing with his deity in whatever form that takes, is he really sorry that he said, "God damn it"? Is he sincerely, is he like, oh no, I've committed an affront (laughs) to the Almighty, or is he just like, I'm sorry is the thing you're supposed to say. (laughs) I think Michael P. and a lot of people like him are retail sorrying God. (laughs) Retail sorry. I'm not going to get here. Oh, retail sorry. I'm not going to be here on the microphone telling people that there is no God. Like, that's way out of line, and that's not my place at all. But I, I'm i going to say that I don't think a lot of people who are quote-unquote believers actually believe it. In the long... In their heart of hearts. <laughs> in the long future lineage of future Flannel Cakes merchandise, so maybe someday <laughs> we need to have something that says retail sorry on it. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but only retail sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, Uh, I think this would be a fun little game to end with. We only have a few minutes left. 
Um, let's just do a quick back and forth predictions of over the next four years. Yes, I can do that. If you're listening, Adam, I can be quieter while you're sleeping. Um, real quickly, we're about to wrap up. Uh, predictions of who over the next four years, while in office, Donald Trump will try to sue. Go. Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. John Stewart. Comedy Central. Alec Baldwin. Saturday Night Live. Lauren Michaels. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Uh, How long before Trump tries Wolf to... Blitzer. You know, this is another uh, upsetting thing. <laughs> <laughs> he actually keeps a list of people in the media who have upset them and denies them access. That's what Chris Jericho does. The character Chris Jericho on wrestling. <laughs> That's what, like, dictators do. <laughs> That's what Stalin and Hitler did. Uh, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. him. He's a really good current modern example of what I'm expecting out of Donald Trump. How long before Trump... Donald Trump and... and, Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I think Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un are extremely similar people. Do you think that Donald Trump is going to direct a movie someday? I think if you asked him, he already has. And he thinks it was the best movie ever. Yeah. He probably would claim that he directed his own scene in Home Alone 2. That director didn't know what they were talking about. I, I directed myself. I did a tremendous job. <laughs> Niantic Labs is a great company. I love everything they're doing over there at <laughs> Niantic Labs. Um, how long before Trump tries to sue God? Uh, he doesn't have the balls. <laughs> You can't can't sue Mike P's buddy. (laughs) Wait, are you trying to say that Mike Pence and Michael P from your story are the same person? Not not at all. I'm not suggesting that in any way. Okay. Um, Well, we've reached the end of our not episode. Remember, as soon as I stop this recording, I'm, I'm, going, to, sorry. I'm going to delete it because we are not doing an episode this, this week. This is just talk therapy. Yeah. Um, oh, can I tell a story? Can we? Do we have time for a story? Uh, is it going to be a great podcast ender? Is that, am I going to be like so glad we got well, that for the end? I took my my girlfriend visited this week. You didn't answer you my can question. Just, you can just cut it here if it's not good enough. If okay. you don't hear this story, people, it's because it wasn't good enough for you. Obviously, I would cut the part where you ask if you no, can tell you, the story. You cut here. Okay. So uh, <laughs> this weekend, I took my girlfriend to see Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them twice. Okay. That is the sequel to Fantastic Mr. Fox? No. Okay. It, it is the Harry Potter movie. The new Harry Potter universe thing. Harry um, Potter and the Fantastic Beasts yes. and where to find them. And also... In the Chamber of Secrets. And also the unknown child or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, now, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. It's a really great movie. Mm-hmm. We went to see it mm-hmm. at Studio Movie Girl. Is your girlfriend a Harry Potter nerd? Yes, very okay. much. So we went to Studio Movie Grill. I, I took her out for a nice lunch, and then we're going to go see a movie and have drinks and dessert. It's like, it's a nice, fun time. You go to the movie, you have some drinks, you eat some ice cream. Mm-hmm. So we get into the movie, and we sit down, and she orders some chocolate chip cookies, supposed to come fresh out of the oven nice and warm and mm-hmm, soft mm-hmm. I ordered myself a Bailey's cookie butter cocktail mm-hmm. uh, they they bring those but she's not feeling well all of a sudden she's been stricken ill she's not feeling good she's okay. nauseous she has a headache right so we sit down like she gets up and goes to the bathroom a couple of times she's not feeling good she gets we get her a, a nice uh, Sierra mist to uh-huh. help calm the belly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The movie begins. Mm-hmm. First thing I notice, Amy Adams is in this movie. Okay. Didn't know that. Uh-huh. Okay. So, in the first few minutes of the movie, Amy Adams uh, loses a daughter to cancer, and it's very sad. But then she becomes a 
like a world-renowned linguist who can communicate with the aliens that have arrived on planet Earth. In about three or four minutes, I, I lean over and I was like, "Hun, uh, I, I think something's up here." You know, I, it is. We're watching a film that does indeed feature fantastic beasts, and where to find them. where to find them is in a different movie theater. <laughs> well. Amy Adams found some fantastic beasts. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Whoa, whoa! Spoilers for that so, other movie. Anyway, she, um, my my lady, has to get up and excuse herself after basically clinging to my arm and like being she's barely like, conscious. Yeah, yeah she's, she's like really really ill. She gets up and she leaves to go throw up, and she comes back. And she's like, oh, I feel so much better now. But then coughed something up and had uh -oh, to spit. Uh -oh, uh -oh. And she goes, uh, uh And she was like, gonna reach for my glass. Uh oh. But then she grabbed the bowl with the cookies. Uh oh. And she had to spit into it. She tossed her cookies she on the cookies? I'll say we tossed those cookies. I was gonna take them home. But, <laughs> oh, she, she felt so terrible. But I was like, I'll, I'll take you to see the movie again tomorrow. <laughs> so I, the, I heard the word food poisoning tossed around this weekend. Yeah, apparently that nice lunch that we had um, caused her to vomit several times. Do over. we want to say where that was? Probably not. Okay, it's a it's a really good restaurant. That I like a lot. They don't deserve the bad PR. I just well, maybe they do. I don't know. It it definitely seemed like that was what did it, but. Um, yeah, Mike anyway. Pence's family jumbolee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was one of those restaurants that doesn't serve gays, you know? <laughs> they they have a, a legal right to do so. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, anyway. Uh, so anyway we went back and saw it again, and it, it was a completely different experience the second time. You mean because you saw a different movie that time? Yeah, I guess. I mean... <laughs> Okay, so did you stay for all of yeah. The Linguist? I think that's what it's called. Arrival. Arrival. It's called Arrival. I was pretty close. You know what? Not as good as The Arrival, the extraterrestrial film starring Charlie Sheen from the mid-90s. There's two movies with that title? Well, there's... And they're both alien movies? No, there's movies? The Arrival, and then the even lesser known The Arrival 2, and then Arrival. Is Charlie Sheen in The Arrival 2? I don't think they got him back for Arrival 2. Oh. I think he was in rehab. By the way... Do you remember the movie The Chase? Yeah, it's a great movie. It's he, great. The one where Charlie Sheen kidnaps the lady with a butterfinger? It's um Oh shit, it's a it's a uh Christy Swanson, I yeah. think it is. Yeah, that's great. Uh <laughs> okay. So did you stay for all of Arrival? Yeah, it was good. Just good? I feel yeah. like it's amazing. I haven't seen it. It was pretty good. I had zero knowledge of it. I haven't even seen a trailer. And I was like, well, I mean, we're Clearly here. you had zero knowledge of it. I Clearly because like, you walked into the wrong movie. Yeah. Well, there were two doors for the same theater. And right. so we walked past door number 12 to door number 12.5 instead of 11. Nine and three quarters. Yeah. Uh, okay. We we missed the nine and three quarters platform, yeah. So how, did you like the Harry Potter movie? Oh, it was awesome. Did you know that I watched Swiss Army Man a couple of days ago? Yeah, I saw you watching it. Okay, remember that I'm unknowledgeable about these kinds of things. Okay. But has the time for Swiss Army Man to win Oscars already come and gone? Is it too late for that movie to win anything? I don't think so. Okay, because I looked up what awards it had won, and like other than Best Director at Sundance, it didn't win anything that matters mm -hmm. at all. And that sucks because it was like the most perfect movie in every way. Every little part of it was so great, and like the foley and the sound and the editing and the music and the acting and like you, all. You know something I noticed about that movie? Great lighting. It's all like it's all perfect. And also Paul Dano is one of the greatest actors ever. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean I, like ever, he's he's like a he's like um um uh has three names, died, was in Hunger Games after he died. He's in a lot of uh gonna, Paul Thomas Anderson. Just gonna let movies. you flounder. Pete does an impersonation. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. Um, I know he has three it names. so well. 
God. Capote. <laughs> yes, yes, Capote. Um, okay, you guys know who we're talking about, that guy. No, this is embarrassing that we This is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Thank you. God. Whew. Okay. All I had to do was I'm, reach I'm, for my phone. I'm, I'm dead. Um, <laughs> okay. Paul Dano is like him in that he will only be recognized for how great he is when he's gone. Yeah, I think oh, it's really sad that we'll never get a Paul Dano Anton Yelchin movie. Oh God, you just broke my heart. How, how great would that have been? You just broke my heart. But like, if you had to pick, I mean, like, if I was like gonna pick what Oscar I want mm-hmm. Swiss Army Man to win, it would be music. Is there one for you? Like, yeah, the music, the music was, was just was awesome. like unlike any other movie. No, it was really good. Wow, we really got off topic here. Yeah. Paul Dano's great. That's just something everyone needs. to I know. mean, like. Daniel Radcliffe's performance in that movie is yeah. amazing. Well, Daniel Radcliffe's also great. Underrated yeah. because all he's done is Harry Potter, and then he was good in Horns. Horns just wasn't a good movie. Well, we don't need to open that can of Horns right now. No. Um, okay. Anything else this week? I mean, like I said, it doesn't matter because we're not doing an episode. I should text my girlfriend and make sure she's okay with everyone hearing about her throwing up at the movie. She's at home reading Nosferatu right now, which is a terrifying book. So is she? Probably I don't know if she took it. I watched her carry it okay. out of the house. Okay. She's going to be scared shitless right now reading that terrifying book. On her book. way to Christmas land. Oh, shit. <sighs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Fuck, more pop-ups it's on It's going to be huge. Nyanic Labs. This, this podcast is just tremendous. <laughs> I love what they're doing with the Pokemans. They raised the Rhydons and they lowered... The, the Vaporeons, I love it. <laughs> okay, can I, can I say one more Pokemon Donald Trump thing? Do all the Pokemon Donald Trump While Trumps. he was still not the most serious candidate and we still had hope for the future, <laughs> someone posted this really funny picture. Because he was on this spree of just contradicting himself where like he would do one show in the morning and say a thing and then that afternoon he'd be like, I would never. And... <laughs> He was like, you can quote me on it. And somebody posted a thing where he goes, I would never evolve my Pikachu into Raichu. It's a way, he's like, it's a terrible thing. I'd never do it. You can quote me on that. And then it's, it had like the show that he set it on and the date. And then it's like a different show two days later. He goes, when I get a Pikachu, what's the first thing I do when I get a Thunderstone? Boom. Raichu. Oh, mm. okay. let's let's just hope that he doesn't make good on his horrible, horrible promises. Like most presidents. There won't be any Pikachus left. And I don't want to live in a world without Pikachu. Well, is Pikachu code for Muslim? <laughs> or gay? Bye. Or Mexican? Or just any minorities? I don't, I'm not sure where you're going with that. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.